Hey guys, welcome back to Joshua Tree's Power Hour E3 Extravaganza. I know previously I said I was going to do an episode for each of the conferences. However, that has changed. It kind of just didn't seem like it would be too much fun. It kind of seemed what everybody was doing already who does video game-based podcasts. So, you know, I thought I would kind of shy away from that. Plus, I didn't find the all of the conferences that appealing. I mean... You heard the conf the review of the EA conference. That's kind of how I felt about most of them. I mean, EA was just on another fucking level when it came to being underwhelming. But, I mean, I'm going to kind of go over them in this episode. This is kind of just going to be a my predictions in review and my overall thoughts on E3 and what I think should start happening with E3 overall. Alright, so we're just going to jump right in and review my predictions, see what I got right, and see the many, many things I got wrong. So let's just jump on over to that. Out of the 27 predictions I made, I got a resounding 5.91 predictions right. And you might be wondering, why the decimals? Well, I mean, a lot of my predictions had multiple facets to them, so... Let's just let's go over what I got right and kind of right. So the first one was the new EA Originals game is going to be shown off and it'll be out in 2018. We got that with Unravel 2, which was announced and released the same day. So I got that one right. The next one I got kind of right was that the new single player Star Wars game is going to be shown off. So like I said in the EA conference review, or it wasn't shown off, but we got a name, we got a setting, we got... A release window so I'm taking a half a point for that one the next one I got right was that Arcane Studios is working on more prey content beyond the rumored moon DLC so we got the announcement of the moon DLC we got the free updates that came out with new game plus story mode and survival mode then we also got news about more content coming down the line in late summer so that's a full point there the other full point I got is from Bethesda as well, and that that is that id is working on a sequel to Doom. It's not Doom 2, it's Doom Eternal, but it's the next game in the Doom franchise, so I'm going to take the point on that one. The next half point I got is from the Square Conference, and that is that Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to show off a new story trailer, which they did, but they did not show a gameplay demo. So half point from that one. Um, the next one that I got a, got points for was during the PlayStation conference. Again, Kingdom Hearts related. Uh, so they showed off a different story trailer, uh, that one being the Pirates of the Caribbean world. So we got that one, which in turn was also a new world announcement. So that's 0.25.5. We did not get the release date at the PlayStation conference. We got that at the orchestra performance on Saturday night, uh, randomly at like 10.30 at night. So that was weird. And then we didn't quite get the collector's edition that i was really going for revealed at the sony conference but we did get the limited edition ps4 pro revealed there so i'm taking that as the collector's edition reveal so i got 0.75 out of a full point for that one the next one i got was 0.66 percent of a point from sony's conference and that was that remedy is revealing their new game which they did um, it is not a spiritual successor to Alan Wake, but it is coming to all platforms. So Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, with Switch not being part of the all platforms for that one. 
And my final prediction I got any points for was for Super Smash Brothers that there was... I said that there's going to be no less than six characters revealed for Smash. We got the entire lineup revealed other than DLC characters that could potentially be coming down the line. However, one of them not uh, one of them was not from out of left field, being a, something from a third-party developer. Um, the characters we did get revealed were that Daisy is coming to Smash as well as Ridley, which everybody was already expecting that. Uh, so we got Snake back, we got Pichu back, we got Pokemon Trainer back. It's, if you haven't seen it, everybody is coming back to Smash. So we got the entire roster, pretty much. Um, like I said, other than future DLC characters, I'm assuming. So those are all of the predictions I got right, or kind of right. So again, I got 5.91 points after adding all of that up. Um, so yeah, that didn't fare very well with what I was predicting, but I feel like I did have some pretty out there predictions. So now I just want to kind of go over the conference in general. Not the conference, but like yeah, the, the entire expo, E3 itself. So I have a couple thoughts here that I'm going to go over here in just a sec. Throughout the week of E3 this year, I kind of had mixed feelings the entire time. Nothing seemed to be like too big of a surprise. I guess like kind of comes with the territory we're in year five of our new consoles uh nintendo held back just a little bit but they tend to do that i'm let, let, here we go i'm just gonna go over all of the notes i have here uh the conferences weren't the best we've seen much better showings from all of these uh publishers i mean th other than microsoft this is one of microsoft's best showings at e3 but we'll get into that in a little bit if you heard the previous episode about ea's conference I felt it was very lackluster, very awkward, and underwhelming. Like I said just a second ago, so now we're we're back over to Microsoft. My, they brought their A game, but really didn't show any first-party things or new games. Uh, it seemed like they were really just setting up for next-gen. Um, the only things we really got for this-gen are Gears 5 and Crackdown 3, which are both coming out next year sometime. I mean, I think Crackdown 3 we got... Uh, the delay to February, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but they kind of were talking, like, so they revealed that they had purchased four new studios and created a new one. So in total, they have five new studios under their umbrella. They ended up getting Playground Games, who does the Forza Horizon series and are rumored to be making the Fable reboot. They got Undead Labs, who just released... State of Decay 2, which we also got an announcement, kind of, that they're going to be doing State of Decay 3 at some point. Pick up Compulsion Games, who are in a publishing deal right now with Gearbox for We Happy Few. So that is going to be coming to PS4 and PC still, but everything after that is only going to be on Xbox. They also picked up Ninja Theory, the developers behind Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. So that was that one was a big bombshell. Like, they were working exclusively with Sony, um, on Hellblade at first, but then they self-published it and brought it everywhere. But it did have an exclusive window on Sony, or on on PlayStation. Um, but now they're owned by Microsoft. And then we got the announcement of the Initiative, which is their Quad A development studio out of Santa Monica. So we'll see what happens there. But again, these are all studios that they had just picked up. So we probably won't see anything from them for the next couple of years, which means. Microsoft should be 
pretty set for next gen when it comes to launch titles and first party launch titles at that um and with halo we got absolutely nothing like we got a trailer and a title halo infinite it looks to be going back to classic halo style you know the the bungee halo games one through three so again we'll have to see i'm not the biggest halo fan so i'm not i mean i like playing the halo games but i'm not into like the lore and everything i'm not this person that knows everything about halo so that trailer probably showed a little more or we got a little bit more hints than i can express here but again microsoft seems to be setting up for the next gen which is smart like they they know they lost this generation this is the time to start thinking about what their next move is and where they want to go um so let's continue uh we have bethesda they seem to want to extend the length of their conference like they could have probably gotten away with doing a 30 minute conference 45 minutes at most it ended up being closer to an hour and a half they seem to add things that didn't necessarily need to be there uh they used to be very good at showing off what they had in the near future like what would be out within the next three to six months and then tease you for their big game at e3 next year like their first showing was fallout 4 it was the the thing that they showed for that conference and it was out in four months five months or no four months and then they showed you what was slightly after that which was doom and then what would be the big game for the fall of the next year which is dishonored and this year, they kind of just showed you everything they had other than what Tango was working on. They also started off with a musical performance, which was very weird. Like, I mean, it was great. I loved it. They had Andrew WK open their show, but it's probably about 15 minutes before we actually saw anything, like any gameplay. We had Pete Hines come out on stage, talk for a couple minutes, then Andrew WK played, and then we finally got into Rage 2 gameplay. We got, I, I don't even know, I, again... I feel like this was also kind of the same way that Microsoft was doing their show was like, all right, here's kind of what's coming soon. It's not much, but here it is. And then they ended with, this is what we have coming out for next gen. So we got the official announcement of Starfield from Bethesda and then Elder Scrolls Six, which is after Starfield, which Todd, How uh, yeah, Todd Howard said that Starfield is going to be aiming for next gen. It seems like we're in that in-between space where everyone is kind of like, well, I don't want to show this yet because I can't say what it's running on other than an extremely powerful PC. This E3 was very subdued and very lackluster. Like, not it, it was still great. I'm going to reiterate that so much in this, but it, it wasn't the best showing from everybody. Um, moving on over to Square, again, another lackluster showing. They kept their stream to 30 minutes they kind of showed off what they have coming now they showed off some kingdom hearts they showed off captain spirit they showed off tomb raider just cause 4 they had two things that were unannounced one of them was platinum games's new game and the quiet man which i don't believe they showed off who's making it or when it's coming out then we got ubisoft conference which was your typical ubisoft showing just dance division like, it was, it was a very Ubisoft conference. They showed you what they're making, what they have, nothing that's too far out other than Beyond Good and Evil. We didn't get our Splinter Cell tease like everyone wanted, but got in-depth on The Crew, Assassin's Creed, and The Division 2. Again, typical fare from Ubisoft. 
One big surprise, though, from Ubisoft was the announcement of Star Fox coming to Starlink, which is their kind of Toys to Life game, or, yeah, Toys to Life game, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Star Fox and friends are going to be in that. That's probably one of the better things for that game to get it sold. But yeah, that Ubisoft was Ubisoft. And so Sony's conference was very strange. They did the they did the whole auditorium thing that they usually do, just kind of, it was a little different. So they started out in this kind of like tent that was a church. But like once you got into the conference and saw what they were doing, it was pretty cool, except for the fact after The Last of Us showing, they had an intermission where they went out of the auditor or they went out of the area that the initial conference had started in, and it was Sid Schumann, Ryan Clements, kind of talking with developers while everybody transitioned from this church tent thing into the main room of the conference. It was just a little strange, but we got deep dives on their big four games that are probably going to be the last four big games from them as a publisher this gen so again there everyone seems to be holding back showing off what's next like i said it was a little awkward especially for the people that were there uh having to kind of see this like see the initial reveal of the last of us gameplay and then after that kind of get a quick hey we have an intermission you know follow us this way into our main room so yeah there was that and then the next day we had Nintendo and their showing, which it was great. It was, again, 30 to 40 minutes, mostly showing off Smash because it was the big reveal for Smash. Like I said earlier, we got the reveal of every character ever is coming back into Smash, um, which is awesome. I was super stoked for Snake to be back in the game. He will be my main when... Smash comes out, comes out in December. We got updates on the new Fire Emblem for Switch, a Xenoblade expansion coming out, Octopath Traveler got a new demo, which came out today, Thursday. And that was pretty much what, all we got. Um, like I said, it was it was a great show, but again, there's been better, and it seems like the industry is holding back and waiting for new consoles. Which, it seemed to have happened a little quicker this time than last gen. Last gen, I think we got about six years, six or seven years, before E3 started feeling this way. But, now we're here, and it's time to change things up, guys. Like, especially with E3 becoming more of a consumer-facing show, I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they really need to do to make it better. But, I don't know, maybe E3 just dies and everyone has their own kind of thing throughout the year like sony has psx maybe microsoft does that maybe nintendo does i mean nintendo kind of already does that with their directs every so often but yeah it's e3 it's exciting it's fucking video game christmas and i love it every year but something needs to change uh so i want to go into what was the the big games of the show really so cyberpunk seemed to be on everybody's mind after everyone had seen those trailers or not trailers but the trailer and the gameplay for it behind closed doors like everybody could not stop talking about cyberpunk and then spider-man as well once people got their hands on spider-man that's what they were talking about so spider-man is going to be one of the best games that comes out this year if these previews or people's hands-on experience with it are anything to go by i cannot wait for spider-man and if you guys have not seen it check out the reveal of cyberpunk 2077 it looks fucking amazing again very subdued e3 
we didn't get really any release dates other than hey it's coming out in 2019 or you know hey it's coming out february 22nd 2019 we got fucking three games coming out that day now days gone anthem and uh metro exodus who else is going to come out that day we'll find out hopefully nobody and then this for the last bit on this show today i wanted to just give my top three of the show definitely cyberpunk 2077 resident evil 2 and the new game from remedy which is called control i cannot wait these games are going to be fucking awesome resident evil 2 is out at the beginning of next year control is out sometime in 2019 cyberpunk who knows when that's coming out i know cd project red said they're aiming for it to be yeah they're aiming for it to be current gen so ps4 xbox one and pc we'll have to wait and see so yeah that's what i got for you guys so let's just head on out Alrighty, guys thanks for listening to this episode of joshua tree's power hour e3 extravaganza i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was just you know kind of my thoughts on e3 my predictions for e3 that i got right and i hope to kind of keep doing this each year these are kind of going to be the only episodes that are going to stay this way everything else is kind of going to change and be a little bit more experience based as opposed to news based i have another episode planned to be coming out within the next couple days based around five of my favorite games that were shown at e3 that i think you guys should know about and some details on those games so look for that here coming within the next few days and if you guys don't mind, please give me a follow on Twitter at Joshua Tree, uh, twitch.tv slash Joshua Tree. Find me on Instagram at Joshua Tree as well. And if you want, you can add me on PlayStation or Xbox, Joshua Tree on both of those. I will have those in the description of the episode. So if you want to, you can find them that way. And until next time, guys, keep playing those games.